and now for something completely different. How's it going? I have a little something different for you this week. This week is a sketch episode, filled with sketches. All of the sketches you're about to hear are entirely fictional and written and performed by me. So sit back and enjoy some tremendously mediocre sketches. Thank you very much and I'll see you next week for our regularly scheduled programme. Good afternoon everybody, ladies and gentlemen, how are we all feeling out there tonight? How we doing? Welcome to the show, welcome to the show, I said oh, welcome to the show, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, welcome to the show, I said oh, welcome to the show, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy yourself tonight I hope you get to have fun tonight I hope you enjoy the show tonight I hope. So sit back, enjoy and relax your mind Sit back and enjoy and relax your mind And forget about all your struggles and your strife And forget about that bitch who left you Welcome to the show, welcome to the show Forget about that whore who dumped you for the neighbor Forget about that whore who dumped you for your neighbor Forget about the show who kicked you out the house on the show, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, welcome to the show. Forget about the whore who left you for the neighbor. Forget the show, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy yourselves tonight, lads. We've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we've got a great show. We've got some good sketches. We've got some good. Uh, some good stuff planned. Uh, Rob's been working for a while there to get some good stuff together for you lads. Uh, I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, thanks very much, lads. I'll see you later on. Great clip. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking wrecked. Time's it. Fuck's sake, I've never hour to my lunch break. Like, fuck's sake, you kill me now. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm absolutely starving with hunger as well, fucking hell. Ah, oh, Jesus, did I tell you about the melted down the off license? Ah, oh, jeez, wait till you hear this now. Oh my god, she's an absolute fool, don't talk to me, but here I'll tell you the story anyway. So, did you see what I was sharing on Facebook the other day? You didn't see what? I was sharing this thing on Facebook the other day, honestly, Maureen. This thing would make you get sick to look at it now, Maureen. I honestly know. If you, if you want to go looking at my Facebook later on, You'd want to have a fucking strong stomach now to be looking at the stuff I was sharing the other day. I was absolutely disgusting, I swear to God. So I got added to this group. And it was called... Uh, the, the name of it was just, uh, oh, the truth about Calpol. So I was like, jeez, what's this about? And so I clicked into it to see what the story was, you know. And the things you'd read in this group, Maureen, honestly would make you get sick to the stomach, I swear to God. There's a chemical, right? Listen to this. Listen to this. There's a chemical in Calpol called oxymetosinal hydrate that gives children chlamydia 
I swear to God, Maureen, I'm not making this up. Why would I make something like that up? That's disgusting. Gives children chlamydia, I swear to God. I was reading this. It was a group on Facebook. You can look this up on the internet as well. It's not a, th- it's not a conspiracy. Like, you can look this up on the internet. It's absolutely disgusting. It doesn't give everyone chlamydia, no. I think it said something like... I think it said 8 in every 12 children get chlamydia off it or something like that. It's absolutely disgusting. The chemical inside it, like, um, it reprograms our sex organs and it gives him chlamydia. Or it makes, it makes them more susceptible to getting chlamydia when they're older, like, do you reckon about? So anyways, I shared this on Facebook, you know, just saying it was disgusting, saying, Jesus Christ, like, do you know what I mean? They're sick cunts, like. And next thing I melted down the afflicence comes up to me this morning then saying, what the fuck are you sharing that stuff on Facebook for? That's only a lot of bollocks. And by you sharing that, then other people are going to be reading it, thinking it's true. I said, Imelda, it is fucking true. What do you want about? Like, read the fucking thing. It's not a conspiracy theory. Like, you can look this up. It is true, Imelda. You can look it up. Imelda kind of rolled her eyes at me and said, Jesus, Padre, I know you'd want to go get your fucking head checked or something. Something like that, anyway. Something pure smart, you know. I was I was there looking at her like, what the fuck should I do to her? Like, do you know what I mean? You'd swear I'd fucking done something to her. I was just sharing the thing I saw and seen on Facebook. Like, do you know what I mean? She, at least she could still say thanks, like, do you know what I mean? Next thing she was she was going around the rest of the she was going around to all the girls in the shop then on her lunch break then she was after she was telling all the girls I didn't hear it, it was just Catherine come down and said it to me there a while ago. She came over to me and said Imelda's going around saying that you were talking about her and spreading rumours about her. Sure me spreading rumours about her. She's the one going around going around talking about me and saying things about me. Do you know what I mean? She's only a fool, like it's not my fault she has no tits and half of any. Do you know what I mean? Like absolute fool. Anyways, the man was saying, Maureen, I'm too fucking good for him. I'm too fucking good for him. It's always me, doesn't it? It's always me then getting cut and all this. Always me. Do you know what I mean? Fuck him. Fuck him, Maureen. Fuck him, Maureen. That's how your mom was saying that. You're always saying that as well. Fuck him. You're too good for him. Yeah, that's the story, anyway. Things are there. Fuck it anyway, my fucking lunch break in a fucking hour, like, kill me now. Fuck's sake. Fuck me. Ooh. Mr. Mr. Me, 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 Mr. Mr. Me,
I'll never forget where I was when I heard the news. I relive that moment every day. I, I can't I can't remember ever being that devastated in my whole life. I carry that with me every day of my life. It's been almost seven years since the mass devastation of the cancellation of the Garth Brooks concert in Ireland. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget flicking on the news that morning and seeing what had happened and uh, I was even I was even organising for my brother's sister to, to babysit for us for the night and just that morning we saw on the news it was just I'm sorry it was just so it was just it was just so devastating you know it was just so devastating we we had hotels booked and everything you know over 400,000 Irish citizens were affected by the Garth Brooks disaster and unfortunately the nightmare still lives on as Irish citizens still eagerly await the return of Garth Brooks to Dublin. Support groups have been started all across the nation to help those who had been affected by the Garth Brooks cancellation. Very few remember that Chris Gaines also couldn't make it to Ireland at the time. If you've been affected by any of the issues contact www com, and hopefully we can bring an end to the needless suffering of thousands of Irish citizens. Robbie O'Donnell, freelance journalist, full-time mad bastard. Well, how's the farm? I'm going so to Afee. It is the day that I collect my doll I'll bet it on a horse and won't get any earnings will you lend me 20 euro lend me a tenner 
I swear I'll pay you for it I swear I swear Don't be bad farm Declan, is that you? Tell me where my shoes are, Declan. Declan, tell me where my shoes are. I can hear you're in pain, Declan, but you have to tell me where my shoes are. Declan, I know you're scared. Declan, this is a matter of life or death. Please tell me where my shoes are, quick. Declan. Declan, it's your brother, Gareth. Please tell me where my shoes are, quick. I know you're in distress. I need you to help me. Declan, I need your help immediately. Declan. Declan. Declan, I need you to slow down for a second. What are you saying? I've already checked on with the banister, Declan. They're not there. Declan, I need you to speak to me. I haven't checked the hot press, Declan, but I'm almost certain I wouldn't put him in there. I haven't been in there since Tuesday, Declan. I don't think they've been there either. I need your help, Declan. I could have sworn I left him in your room, Declan. Declan, I could have sworn they were in your room. Where are they gone, Declan? I need your help immediately, Declan. I need you to slow down, Declan. I'll try... I'll try under the sofa in the sitting room. Maybe Mum put them there. I'll talk to you later, Declan. Hiya. Just popping in here to leave a little message for some of the lads out there. If you've got a special friend well, you've always wondered, could something happen between the two of you? But nothing's ever really happened between the two of you, because you've never told her. Well, I've got a little bit of advice for you, friend. If you're thinking about telling her... Don't. Alright? Don't tell her. Don't tell her, alright? Don't tell her, because you're just going to get rejected. Alright? I guarantee you're just going to get rejected. You're just going to get knocked back, alright? That's all that's going to happen. And even if you don't get rejected, even if you don't get rejected, she's just going to end up leaving you for someone else, alright? Alright? Trust no one, right? Don't, don't ever, don't ever open up your hand to anybody, right? Because they're just going to take, they're just going to take you for granted. Leave you for someone else. And they're not going to appreciate for who you are, right? So don't ever open your hand to anybody, right? Don't ever open your hand to no one, right? Because you're just going to, you're just, you're just going to be cut down. You're just going to be cut down. That's all they do. That's all they even fuck. They don't even fuck about you. They don't even fuck about anyone else, right? So just, don't ever do it, right? Don't ever, don't ever tell someone how you feel, right? Because it's just, Cause I just, cause I just, I'm just saying it
spiller Det 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 Collect my dog or toad at our feet, fa la 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 Tis the season red wine's on offer, fa la 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 To the chip or get a burger, go home, pass out after a few cans Can't afford the child support, la 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 Lost my visitation rights, la 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 Twenty Benson, I'm the missing, haven't seen my kids in three weeks so collect my doll and pop some zannies. Hope they kill me this time. There will be another attack next Thursday fortnight, unless they open Golden Discs in the Crescent Shopping Centre again. A small section with Golden Discs items in Tesco does not equate for a, for a sufficient Golden Disc store. There does not need to be two Tescos in the Crescent Shopping Centre. If they made the off-license smaller, this should provide sufficient space to sell clothing items. There is then a free store left open for them to open a Golden Discs. I bought a record player last year and I have no way to purchase records in a store. It's a major inconvenience as I like to browse. I cannot browse peacefully on the internet without having to deal with constant pop-ups of pornography. I then request you reopen Golden Discs in the Crescent Shopping Centre or next Thursday fortnight or maybe Friday I must recheck my calendar. I will attack again. I mean it this time. I know last time I said I'd attack, but then I didn't. But this time I'm seriously telling the truth, you guys. Seriously. Anybody who feels the same way, feel free to come and join me in this attack. Next Thursday fortnight. I'm not sure of the date, I must recheck my book. So how's it going guys? It's me Leem or Lemo. Or fucking or fucking dialer calls me finding Lemo. I have a fucking mental fucking story for you this week, guys. Oh my god, it was absolutely fucking insane. So you know there last week I had a fucking exam. Oh man, so it was the night before the exam, right? Me and Dilo were just sat down. It was me, Dilo and Patrick. We were sat down watching Storage Hunters. The next thing fucking Dilo turns around and says, Hey man, do you want to get a few fucking cans in? 
So I was like, fuck him, mate. Come on, let's get him in. And fucking Patrick wouldn't do it, mate, because he said we'd, we'd have fucking examined him in the morning because he's a fucking dry balls, man. So we were there having a few cans, man. It was all fucking... It was all going away grand. We just had a few fucking... Got a few tins of hydro in. Next thing, Dilophone turns around to me and says, Here, man, would I call Ken over? And I was like, fuck, man. Once, as soon as you bring Ken over, man, it's fucking game over, man. Because you know what Ken's like, man? As soon as Ken gets involved, the fucking pills start flowing like wine. So Ken comes over with a big fucking rucksack. He's got enough pills in the back of this rucksack to knock out half a port leash for a month. I said I wasn't going to go mad off Juxt at the exam in the morning. But I ended up taking about nine oxycontons and I was fucking absolutely mangled right? So we were there, oh, fucking razzed off our tits for the fucking night, man. So me and Dilophone were up, were, were up in the kitchen up until five in the morning singing razz songs. And next thing, Dilophone turns around to me. He says, here, man, I bet you at five or you can't circumcise yourself. I said, fuck off, man, I bet you at ten or I can. So he was like, fucking, come on, so. So we fucking, so we, so we fucking shook it, man. I got out a fucking Stanley knife. You know the fucking Stanley knife? I fucking dropped the pants and said, right, here we go. And I started slicing away. You fucking, I made a fucking small incision at the base and kind of moved my way around. I didn't feel a fucking thing as well because I was on enough ket to put a third of the horses in Monaghan under a general anaesthetic. So I was there and it just slid off nice and cleanly, man. But it fucking would not stop fucking bleeding, man. After a while, I was kind of going, jeez, man, this doesn't look right. And I said to Ken, I said, Ken, man, this hasn't stopped bleeding, man. Should I get this fucking looked at? He said, no, nah, fuck that, man. Just run it under a cold tap for about half an hour, you'd be grand. So I did that anyway, and it fucking still did not stop bleeding, and it started fucking stinging and all. Now then Dilophone turns around to me and says, man, I think you should go to the fucking hospital, man. And this is about half six at night. I said, Dilo, I fucking can't go to the fucking hospital, man. He was like, no, nah, man, come on, I'm taking you to the hospital. So we arrived in the hospital, took, fuck, took fucking ages to see the fucking doctor, and then the doctor had one fucking look at it and said, Jesus Christ, man, you're going to have to come in and stay here for a week. I said, for the fucking week, man. I've got a fucking exam in an hour and a half. The doctor said, man, you're going to fucking bleed out anytime soon, man, if you don't get this looked at immediately. I said, doc, I don't think you fucking hear me, man. I've got an exam at nine. It's currently half past fucking seven at night. And he was insistent. You have to remember as well, I was fucking off my tits on red wine and 2CB. So the doctor was saying to me, young man, you're going to have to fucking stay here overnight. I said, I've got a fucking exam. So I fucking, me and Dilo said, come on, fuck it, we'll just fucking leg it. So I fucking legged it out of there, man. I was fucking destroyed in blood at this stage, man. And I was like, fucking hell, looking at my watch. It was 8 o'clock by the time we fucking made it out of the fucking place, man. Because we got a bit lost in the hallways. So we fucking legged it out, man. We hopped straight into Dilo's car. And we fucking, we fucking pelted it across the city, man. Fucking jumping through every fucking red light in sight, man. Just, cause, just so we could get there in time. Fucking made it into the exam hall at about fucking 5 minutes to... Fucking sat down. We fucking aced the exam, man. Fucking nuts. Cause to be honest, man, it'd be good. It's a good thing I probably didn't fucking fail it, man. Cause if I failed the fucking year, I'd have to fucking repeat the year and have another year. But these fucking crackheads might fucking kill me, man. I swear to God, it was absolutely fucking mental, man. We've been slagging off Patrick for the last week as well, and he's absolutely fucking sick, and he missed out on all that crack, man. Cause we told him a story the following morning, and he was like, "Man, that sounds fucking brilliant, man." fucking some story man but you know how it is man that's how we fucking do here man it's fucking fucking man go fucking hard to go home man you're only fucking young once alright thanks very much for listening guys that's my story for the week um thanks very much
And that, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, is all she wrote. Thank you very much. If you've listened this far, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed yourself. So, unfortunately, that is the end. All great things must come to an end. And I think we can all agree this was a great thing. So, there's nothing left to do now other than me for me to say goodbye. And this is Robbie O'Donnell saying, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. And Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. Thank you very much and good night.